Welcome to the podcast Behind the Counter with your host, me, Heidi Blum, also known as the Food Czar. I'm a born and bred Livingston, New Jersey mom of three, and I've seen firsthand over the past few years how food and the people behind the counter can bring a community together. We all have a story and we all have an appetite. Each episode will explore the thread between food, people, and community and the stories that weave them all together. So I hope you're ready to get behind the counter and dig in. Here we go. This is Behind the Counter. Behind the Counter. With the food zone. Here's Heidi. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter with the Food Czar, which is me, Heidi Blum. Today is a really, really fun and special episode. I am sitting in the most storied restaurant in Livingston with someone who has the key to reservations the key to maybe your secrets, and definitely the key to my heart. Aw, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting with Janine Scholes from Nero's. Now, I say Scholes that way, right, Janine? Correct. Because we sat here discussing why I'm doing this podcast, and I said it's for people like Janine, who feels like family to me and to many of us, but yet we don't know much about you and your history here and your history everywhere. So would you like to say hello to your fans out there? I don't know how many fans I have out there, but hello to everybody. You have a lot of fans. And for those who don't know Janine, I am just saying a lot of people would compare you to, I think her name is Brigitte Nielsen. Am <laughs> I, I correct? Once in a while. I you do, do get, get that. that. But we're going to get to that yeah. also. What I want to know... And I know you've been working here, I think, 30 years. Right around there, yes. How did it all happen? Um, well, I was looking for a job. I was new to the area. I had moved here with my now husband, who lived here his whole life. And I met him in South Carolina, on the beach. Of course. Hanging out. I was living down there, goofing off. And he was on vacation. And I happened to meet him. And we had kind of this long-distance relationship for a while. And then I wound up moving back up here. To Livingston, New Jersey? To West Orange. Okay. So he lived in West Orange his whole life, and I grew up outside of Philly in Pennsylvania. So you're looking for a job. So I'm looking for a job. Young and, and not married yet, you said? Young, not married. Um, you know, just trying to make some money. So I happened upon this place. Somebody had told me about it and said, oh, yes, they're hiring. So This was what year? Oh, God. I don't know, I was young. 30 years ago. What's minus 30? It was probably... What are we, in 2023? Yeah. 1997? No. I mean, I'm so bad at math. 93, maybe? Okay. Something around there? Makes sense. Something like that. Oh, yeah, minus zero. Yeah. Duh. Okay, go ahead. I think it's around there. And they wound up hiring me, and Todd was our GM at the time. And I think I trained for one day, and I was on the floor, and, you know, the rest is history, kind of. So did you start as a waitress? I did. I did. Really? For many, many years, I was a waitress here. And Jerry was here at the time. Jerry was here. So Jerry was the 
hostess. She was our was, maitre d. Yes, it wasn't yes. a hostess. She no. was more than a maitre d. She was. She was a manager. Statuesque. Absolutely. I would say. Absolutely. She was a presence here at Nero's. Beautiful. Yes. Knew every customer. Yes. And um, it's funny because you are that today. I mean, talk about filling somebody's shoes. Not that anyone could fill Jerry's shoes, Correct. but you have really stepped into that position quite nicely. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So what is your title here right now? I am the floor manager. So are you not, are you not the maitre d'? I am not the maitre d'. I am the floor manager. So my job is, number one, the customer. Number two, my staff. And, you know just keeping an eye on the front of the house when I'm here, making sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing and everything's running smoothly. You're a waitress. You're in your groove. 1993, this place was hopping. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right? So were you like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Or were you like, this is the most fun? It comes naturally to me. I mean, I've been a waitress for a very long time. When I was young, growing up in... Uh, Pennsylvania, I had walked into a pizza joint that was just opening and I was picking up for my family. And the guy behind the counter who happened to own the place said, are you looking for a job? And I think I was maybe 15 at the time. And I said, no, and I'm, I'm not even 16 yet. And he said, well, talk to your parents and see what they say. If you're interested in a job, come, come see me. So I did. And I worked for the Fantini family for a very long time. And I worked behind the counter and waitressing and doing all that. So waitressing came naturally to me. I'm from a big family. We talk. You know, it's just natural you know for me to be, be around You know how to be in a service industry. Yeah. yeah. It's very natural for me. So um, back then, uh, I mean, we're going to just go through the years a little bit. We're actually sitting in the room. I mean, this place, Nero's, for me... And a lot of us here in town, I think that's why we all come back here so much, is, is this is where I sell. This room specically is where I celebrated my uh, high school graduation. I saw the picture. You saw the video. Right the there. video. Yes, yep. I did. Um, and, um, <laughs> you know, the night before I would go to camp for eight weeks, this mm-hmm. is where we came for dinner. Yep. Um, so you probably had a lot of repeat customers always back then, which always. you probably still see now. Correct. Um, but... You know, there's always been talk about celebrities that have been here. So were there, like, like who would you say was here? So Shaquille O'Neal was, was here one time. Um, he was sat back here in the corner. And I'll never forget it because his knees were probably a good foot above the table. Right. He's ginormous. He had two turkey burgers for appetizer, and then he ordered dinner. Um, uh, Phil Rizzuto used to come in here all the time for lunch. Really? Yeah, all the time. Um, I'm trying to think who else. And were they approachable? I mean, were you like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Very approachable. I, I mean, I don't think that there's anybody that comes in here that's not. Who comes... Tika Barber comes in here all the time. Not all the time. He comes in here every so often. Right. Um, who else Who else came in here? I'm trying to think of all the celebrities. Kevin James has been here. Um, somebody was just telling me the other day that... I'm sure Dennis Rodman, he's always in there. Dennis Rodman was here. Uh, Somebody else, who was it? How long did it take for you to be the waitress Mm -hmm. and then move up to floor manager? So I guess about 
maybe 12 years ago. I'm assuming when Dan Koo came in, Todd had left, and they hired Dan Koo to come in as our GM. And he's the one who hired me as a floor manager, which really wasn't a position in this restaurant at the time. So it was kind of not made for me, but it was a position that was made up. And not that other restaurants don't have them. They obviously do. Um, but he bought me on as a manager, and I've been doing that ever since. When I look at you walking around um, while you're in your job, because mm-hmm. you're always on the job while we're here eating, um, I see your interaction with your staff. And what it looks like to me is that you are like a mom to them. The way you treat them, the way they treat you. What does your staff mean to you personally and professionally? So my staff is everything. I mean, they're fabulous. I have a lot of young staff in here right now. We've had, you know, plenty of turnover. Um, but my staff right now is a lot of fun. They're young. They, I am kind of like a mom to them. Not only me, but Luann as well. Um, you know, I do care about them immensely. I do care, you know, what's going on in their private lives. I try not to have them bring it in here so much, but I'm not, you know, I'm there if they need a shoulder to cry on or, you know, just like a little pep talk or something like that. They're amazing. My staff is amazing, as you guys all know. So, like, like, why do you think people come back here so much? Do you think it's the food? Do you think it's the service? Do you think it's the atmosphere? I think it's all that. I think that the food is fantastic. I think it is. I think that it's very convenient for everybody. I think that everybody always knows somebody here. Um, There's always a friendly face to greet you. There's always somebody that's happy to see you. Um, So you get a good, really good meal. You get a really good drink. And you get, you know, friends that are around you. It's a happy place to be. It's like Cheers. It is like Cheers. It is. It and is. and the pour, I'm just saying to everybody out there, the pour glass of wine is very hefty. It's generous. It's generous. It's exactly. Generous. Um, so let's talk about the food for a second because mm-hmm. I think the food is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been eating probably the same dish uh, forever, which is chicken aglio e olio. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, which is chicken on the bone with made with olive oil and garlic, a little salt, a little pepper. Mm-hmm. And fried onions on top. Correct. The best. The best. The best. Yes. I get the full order, not the half. I'm Good. just letting everybody Good. know. Good. This girl likes to eat. <laughs> um, what would you say is the most requested dish on the menu? Probably chicken aglio is the uh, most requested dish going. But our pork chop, unbelievable. There's nothing you can do to our pork chop that's going to make it bad. It's just an unbelievable dish. Our steaks are amazing. Our appetizers are always great. Um, Dan does an amazing job with um, the specials every week. We need to bring that Peruvian chicken back. Oh, we, we will work on that. We will work That's on that. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. So we have that. I mean, we take requests, obviously. If somebody's asking for something, they usually tell one of us, and we go, hey, this is what they're looking for, and it'll let's, appear. Let's talk about those requests for a second. Um, I'm sure the clientele here um, has a lot of requests. Um, I think some people think there's a secret menu. Here, do you think there's a secret there menu? There is a secret menu here. There is, I mean, you've been coming here forever, so you probably were here when there was chicken saltado on the menu. 
mm-hmm. or shrimp florentine or something like that. And if we are not too busy and, you know, we can accommodate you, we will. What's the chicken? What's that chicken dish? Chop chop? No, what? Well, that's what I get. Is that the... That's... Oh, chicken saltado? Yeah. Chicken saltado is um, boneless chicken, usually boneless. People like it on the bone, though, with tomatoes, shoestring fries, a little bit of white wine, fresh herbs. It's delicious. But it's, it used to be on one of our very old menus, and people still ask for it. So uh, there is also, I had it last night, the chicken chop chop. We do. That is courtesy of Livingston crew. (laughs) We like things chopped very fine. We do. Um, What's your favorite dish on the menu? I think our pork chops are probably my favorite dish. Mm. It's so good. I don't eat eat pork. At all? No. No. Have you tried pork? (laughs) I've tried pork. I'm just not a pork lover. Bacon? I'm a chicken. I like turkey bacon. I know. It's and I know. Our turkey burger is amazing too. Your turkey burger is one of the my go-to. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Do you like that little pun? The meat and potatoes of it. Now, rumors are always abound in our town, and I would never have you um, uh, give out names. But I said in the beginning that it never happen. Never happen. I'm not asking for names. I don't even want names. <laughs> I definitely don't want names. But as I said in the beginning, you have the key to our secrets. So you do see a lot of what goes down here. I do. She's very hesitant as I'm asking this question. Um, there have been rumors for years about um, maybe swapping keys, maybe. If you wear flip-flops, maybe if you have a Band-Aid on a certain finger, can you confirm? Your ankle. <laughs> can you confirm or deny these rumors? I, th- I will not confirm nor deny any of those rumors. However, people do like to make things up and see how far it will go. That's for sure. That's, that's, that's for sure. I'm not saying some of those things don't happen, but... Some of them are just, let's put it on Facebook and see how far this goes. Very interesting. I do get asked those questions all the time. Do you, I'm sure you all do. All the time. Was there a key club? Was, what's about Band-Aids on uh, Thursday nights on your ankle? If you wear flip-flops, blah, blah, blah. I get it all the time. I mean, Thursday nights are notorious here. They are. Forever, I think. I think so. <laughs> That's why I said when I did the uh, live-ish video here that if those lobsters could talk. Oh, yeah. If those lobsters could talk. I feel like it's the same lobsters that have been here since I'm 16. Oh, yes, sure. They're all just growing. Um, Yeah, no. I shut the door and I leave it all inside. It's all here tomorrow. That's why we love you. That's why everybody loves you. They trust you with everything. You won't hear it from me. I mean, have you seen, like, what's the, I mean, obviously without mentioning names, what's the craziest thing you ever saw, like, go down here? Like, when you go home at the end of the day and you tell somebody a story about, my night at Nero's. Oh, there's so many stories. I mean, I was standing behind the bar one night doing something with my um, bartender, and some guy from across the bar threw a glass at me. Like, just chucked a glass at me. And one of my waiters from out of the corner of my eye just dragged him out of the, out of the restaurant. He's lucky he didn't hit me. Um, I don't know his name, but I still can see his face. Um, I'm sure he's never stepped foot back in. Here. He's not allowed back in. Oh, good. I like that. <laughs> um, it's very rare that we don't let people back in here, but that is 
I would That'll never want. Banned. I would never want to be on that list. It's no, amazing you, you don't. Be. Quite honestly, it's amazing you don't have bouncers here for like a Thursday night when it's crowded and people are drinking and. Well, the you thing know. about this crowd is generally they're extremely respective of not only me but my staff. So most of the customers will always have my back or my bartender or my wait staff. So somebody's going to have my back. So it doesn't it doesn't worry me. Let's talk about COVID for a second. Okay. And do we have to? Um, during COVID, obviously it was horrific for everybody, especially the uh, restaurant industry. Um, you guys uh, opened very slowly when we were in the lockdown. You, I think other restaurants were starting to do family meals. You guys were, I think, a little hesitant at the time. Am I correct? Well, that's our whole menu and the way this restaurant runs is due to Dan Koo. He's our general manager, and he is super smart, and he he knows how to run a restaurant. He's worked in every part of a restaurant, so he knows what to do in a situation like that. Obviously, it was new to everybody. So one of the good things he did is he kept our our whole kitchen staff. So we did start doing takeout. We also had, if you remember, we did the tailgating. That was one of the first things we did, was we brought people into the parking lot with to-go cups and to-go containers and plastic silverware, and we set up a table for them, and they sat in the parking lot and ate. It's so funny. I totally remember that, and I remember the pictures of it because no one was even doing outdoor dining at the time. Mm -mm. No tailgating that's incredible and it then you also crazy. started doing the family meals and then we started doing family meals um takeout was crazy i mean that i think was the first time in my life that i didn't work for a period of time besides having my children so what did you do with your time uh well we were all in quarantine so we really weren't allowed to do anything so i was going crazy i would take a sanity ride every day to where didn't matter. <laughs> I just got in the car. I got in the car and I took a ride because I am not a homebody. I can't stay at home. It's not in me. So I did, I did some of that, you know, um, but mostly hung around and actually enjoyed my family, which was not something that we were all together all at once for that period of time. It so was that sort was of, nice. It was like sort of a, I, I think for a lot of us, as scary as it was, it was a little bit of a gift in the universe. It was a gift. Yeah. It was a gift. What, I mean, you, you probably don't get a lot of time with your family because you always seem to be here. I am here a lot. I, mean, I am. Lunch shift? I don't work lunches really anymore. Um, only if they really need me, maybe over Christmas or if there's a party or something like that going on, um, they'll call me in. Um, I'm just usually nights, so I work here five nights. I usually come in around 4 o'clock, Fridays around 3, Sundays I'm here a little bit earlier to open the restaurant. Um, but so I have my kind of my mornings to myself, which is nice. And um, I see my family Mondays and Wednesdays on my days off. Probably plenty. <laughs> it's plenty. <laughs> it's plenty. Um, so what's the future of Nero's do you think and what's your future here at Nero's hmm. um, 
you know, I've been here a long time. I hope I have a long future here. I, you know, I enjoy my job. I like doing what I do. Um, I'm lucky to not be sitting behind a desk every day. I'm lucky to be walking around and, you know, interacting with people and, you know, making sure everybody's having a good time. It's, it's a great job. So I hope it's, I hope I can do it as long as I can do it. And I hope that this restaurant's around for me to do it in. I, I hope so, too. Yeah. This um, community, not even, like, the community that comes to Nero's all the time, I'm sure, has become like family to you. They are. Um, the town, in general, is a community, I think, supports Nero's always and forever. People like me, who are born and bred in Livingston. Yes. Um, what does the community mean to you? Oh, they're the best. I say it all the time. I say it every single day. This is the best clientele the nicest people. I, everybody seems to think they're a very tough crowd. I don't happen to share that. I mean, I'm not saying that any service industry you're gonna get something where it might be a rough day. But all in all, this community has supported us for the, the Slaters have owned it since 1978. Mm -hmm. For however many years that is, it's crazy. They come, They it's generational. I. I you know, you have the old timers that still come back from Florida and, you know, we still know them and their kids come here and their grandkids come here. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing place. It's amazing. I mean, we celebrated my daughter's birthday here last night. Oh, and happy birthday. Thank you very much. Oh, let's talk about the cake. Okay. I think it's important to know they have massive pieces of carrot cake. I do. And uh, cheesecake. Yeah. And um, chocolate cake. I do. The best biscotti. Our biscotti is excellent. But why are the slices so big? Why would they not be? It's a little statement. Well, for example, my kids wanted cheesecake and the ice cream sundae. Mm -hmm. And I asked for a little sliver of cheesecake. And you cannot get a little There's sliver. There's no little sliver. It's a giant piece of... So it's sort of like getting the full order of chicken aglio olio. That is exactly what's your right. What's the most requested cake? Um, probably, it's probably the carrot cake. It's special. It's delicious. It really is. I mean, take it home. Have it tomorrow. What it's, about the little mints that used to come with your oh, check? Yeah. Are we getting those back ever? COVID has taken so much. I know. I mean, I, those mints were like part of the experience. I know. Getting in that drawer and grabbing a handful on the way out. I know. I and know. asking for extras. Extra that. I know. I, I'm going to ask the powers that be if they can bring those back for you. Good. Say Heidi wants the Peruvian chicken and the mints. I'm going to. I'm, 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 I don't ask for much. I'm going to go write it down as soon as we get up. So uh, if... I mean, personally, I think Nero should be either a sitcom, a movie, something in that medium. Um, who would you want to play you? Oh, Lord. I would never, I have not even a thought in my head. It's funny. I was thinking about that question today, and I was thinking to myself, who would I want? And I was saying Katie Seagal. You know Katie Seagal? Yes. I think she'd be, her. you're badass. <laughs> and, so, and so is she. She is badass. Probably more badass than I am. That's for sure. It's interesting because, you know, like I sit here and say, this is about, you know, my family being here, my family. It's really your family, too. It is. Like, your kids have grown up being, like, seeing you work here, probably eating here. Your both son. My kids have, my, both my kids have worked here, briefly. Yes. Well, your tall son. Yes. He's how tall? Six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what did you, you have a 
daughter? Or? I have a daughter. And yes. is she tall too? She is. She's about 5'11. How tall yeah, are you? About 5'10. Hair and heels, I'm a little 6'2 ish. <laughs> and that's where Brigitte <laughs> Nielsen comes in. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. I appreciate it. You're a star. I still can't believe you made me follow Jarrett. <laughs> Jarrett Seltzer. Yes. Jarrett Seltzer. Janine said, I can't believe I'm following you. It feels wrong. But you know what? You are wonderful. Thank you. And you you have your own story. And you are, to many of us, that's why I said to you when I was booking the interview, you are a queen to us. And I thank you for your service. And I thank you for your time. And I thank you for making this place like a family to all of us. Thank you for being my family. Uh, I do appreciate it. I think we should hug it out. Let's hug it out. I know. Let's hug. Mwah. Did you hear the mwah? Mwah. Janine, thank you so much. Love y'all. Love you. If you are hearing this message, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I'm truly grateful for you and this opportunity. The purpose of the Behind the Counter podcast is to bring food, people, and community together. I hope you'll return for more episodes and explore with me. I want to personally thank Fran Linnell of Design 68 for my amazing Behind the Counter podcast logo and Travis Lohenberg for my awesome Behind the Counter music and all the guests that take their time to sit and talk with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you hear your podcasts. If you'd like to support the Behind the Counter podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends and family, And you can follow me on Instagram at Heidi Blum. If you have any feedback or stories that you want to share, you can email me at foodsrbtc at gmail.com.